Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit BuyLegacyGold.com. All right, this ought to be good. Uh, We have apparently collected uh, almost three minutes of what you would call unedited audio from the father of the Colorado Springs shooter. (coughs) We learned during this hour yesterday that uh, he was a mixed martial arts fighter. He got involved in drugs and porn. And we played a news story earlier in the show from a San Diego television station where... He talked about his son and the shooting, and wow. What a uh, If you didn't hear it, uh, well, what you're going to hear it, I think, contained in this three minutes or so we're going to play uh, coming up about this man named Brink, who is a Californian. And apparently that's where he met the mother of the shooter, and they were married for a while, and when the son popped out, he disappeared, the father, and, well, it's quite a story. Yeah. In fact, according to the report, the mother called him, few years ago to say their son changed his name and, by the way, killed himself, which wasn't true. And yep. now we have to refer to the son as they or them, which is another startling. Yeah. They're, they're non-binary. So, wow. This is like one of the craziest shooting stories we've seen in a long time involving a family. So I get to all of that uh, coming up, but we'll begin the hour by bringing in Good old Steve Gregory. <laughs> Good old Steve Gregory. Maybe he's like an old he's, penny. <laughs> he stands by like the emergency fireman, you know, ready with the axe to funny. take on the fire. You were talking about that. Uh, the, you refer to the shooters, they, them, their pronouns. Yeah. There, uh, some others are making a really big deal out of the police chief there in Colorado Springs referred to all the victims killed by their pronouns. And that's, oh. a, and I, you know, you know, I study 
press conferences. That's, I mean, right, that's yes. my thing. Yeah, but it's supposed to only follow what's preferred by people. So if they well, say that they want to be referred to as they, them. For some, for, for some reason, uh, he either knew that about the victims or he assumed it or something. But uh, he's being hailed by a lot of LGBTQ groups now out there. That this, it's the first press conference it's, we know of that that's when, happened. When you read it in stories, though, it gets very confusing. Well, it does. Because uh, it's, it's, it's plural and it's like, wait, did I miss a, somebody else in the story? And you go back and try to read it again. <laughs> I, I had that trouble this morning reading this Aldrich story because they were referring to him in the Times as they, them. Yeah, the Times and, gave him and, deference and it was because re- he's non-binary. You know, he killed five people. It was hard to follow the story because at times there's a de- a they that means two people, and then there's a they that means a plural one and a singular. A, pl- a plural right. that means a singular. And right. I'm thinking, uh, there's got to be a better way here. Well, there's actually classes now that they've had to create because law enforcement agencies, if you've got a missing person now, mm-hmm. and you have to do a description of a missing person, and that missing person identifies differently physically that you might be used to finding, like if it's a, a man dressed as a woman, you can't refer him to as a man anymore. You have to refer to him as a female or has women is a woman with male characteristics. And so there are these Uh classes now that they're having to some law enforcement and first responders are having to go through these very detailed descriptions now because of all of this. All right, Steve. So oh, sorry. Talk- uh, yeah, no, I, 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 I got off that. I just thought it's interesting. No, it the- is, no, it is. It is interesting. No, I just uh, it it. I think I'll just have you uh, talk about what you wanted to talk about. That's fine. <laughs> all, yeah, all we know about is the that, police recruits who got hit yeah, by the so SUV. Right. I was I was very pleased. I, I I went down today to the Norwalk Station, LA County Sheriff's Norwalk Station. They were having a fundraiser today, a luncheon, um, to raise money for these recruits and their families. Because as we've mentioned on the show before, these recruits are not employees of LA County. Uh, they have to pass the academy, be sworn in, and then they become employees of L.A. County. They're provisional employees. At, at Are they best. paid anything while they go to the academy, or it's just like a school? It's like a school, you know. But And then what happens is the agency pays for their schooling. So remember, there's Pasadena, Glendale, and Bell also involved in this particular group of recruits. So they would pay for the schooling for them to go through. And then once they get through, then they become employees of their respective agencies. So I went down there today because I wanted to see I to be honest with you I went down I was going to buy lunch and just eat and odds are I'd probably run into someone I know and just eat and then come back here to the station and do some work. I didn't want to make a big deal about it on new on the news side but when I showed up there were TV people there. So I was like, "Well, okay, I better I guess I'm going to work." So Oh no, um, I've got to work. Uh, well, no, it's just I can't that, just eat. I, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I just wanted to eat and say hi and give a donation and then come mm-hmm. back up. But right, right. Uh, you know, I ended up talking to people and um you know what? And, and I got there right before it opened at eleven this morning, and by the time I left to come back here, oh my god, there are so many people. I counted no fewer than twenty three different law enforcement agencies around Southern California that were represented there today. A lot of motorcycle officers. I mean, I saw tons of motorcycle officers. Today would have been the day to speed uh, around <laughs> Southern California. There was that many heli- or helicopter uh, motorcycle cops in attendance. Um, and then I ran into Supervisor Janice Hahn. And, uh, you know, she was there. I expected, I, I, you know, I, I'm so, I don't know, on the fence about po- politicians showing up to these kinds of things. It's like, ugh. you know, it kind of gets me a little uneasy, but... Um, but I wanted to play for you just a segment of what I talked to her about. Tony? How do you see the uh, Board of Supervisors maybe helping these families? I've been uh, 
trying to put forward the idea of, you know, some of these young people are, you know, will never probably get back to this kind of rigorous training to become a full-fledged uh, sheriff's deputy, but maybe there's some opportunities for them, uh, maybe even in a non-sworn position. And I'm proposing the idea that they should go to the head of the class uh, if there are other opportunities in the sheriff's department, because it's clear that they all wanted, they were stepping up uh, to go through the rigorous training to become a deputy in LA County Sheriff's Department. And we've frankly been having a hard time recruiting uh, men and women, uh, just with the environment that we're all in right now. And so the fact that they stepped up and wanted to be uh, a, a sheriff in the LA County Sheriff's Department, I think we should re reward that effort with uh, maybe another job in the department. I think that's a pretty good idea. Yeah, yeah, ab yeah. absolutely. In talking uh, casually to people, did you get the sense of people, how people think this happened, whether it was intentional or not? It seems like everybody would have an opinion on, on something like this. And I wonder how all the news coverage is played. I, I, no one wanted to talk about any of that. No, no one. Wanted. No. They, I, you, you have to, you know, doing what I do like this, you have to read the room. You have to know how to read the room. Right. And it was, it's hard to say, it's hard to describe because it was kind of a festive atmosphere. Right, yeah. And a lot of these people haven't seen each other in years and other agencies, friends from other agencies. And when you kind of go up and say, so what do you really think happened? They kind of look at you like, really? You know, you're going to ask that? But fortunately, the TV people were asking those questions and then <laughs> I saw the reaction to them yeah, really. right. so that I avoided that. Oh, uh, so nobody wanted to deal no, with that no one wanted. No one wanted yeah. to talk about it. Right. So I asked, I was able to talk to a family who actually just lived down the street from the station. They're, they're neighbors. They live there. And this woman brought her four kids. And I was able to talk to them and said, what brings you here today? You know, obviously we know why they're there, but I wanted to set up, set it up for them. And, and it was it was great to see the little kids just say, we're here to help the, 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 the people yeah. who hurt themselves. Right. Who got hurt. And, you know, they're young kids. And so all all ages, all sizes, all backgrounds. Did Janice Hahn indicate whether the other supervisors are uh, going to pick up on her idea and, and, and give these? Uh... Well, that was a small portion of our overall talk. And she said that she has to bring it to the board because she's been kind of kicking this around in her head, figuring it out. And when I walked up to her, she was talking to a captain there from the training center that was over a all of these uh, recruits and I, they were talking about that issue when I walked up to mm -hmm. her. And so she, she wants to put that on the list for the supervisors and for the new sheriff that he wants, they want to make sure that these people have a home in LA County somewhere in, in the, to work for LA County and see if there's someplace in the sheriff's department that they could work because they were already going to be coming employees of, of right. the department, but he, they want to see how they can place them in there. Anything in the air about the charges? No, in the investigation. No. And we're not going to we're not going to know anything for at least not till next week, if if at all. Um, I'm going to you know I'll I'll keep my ear out, but I don't think anything's going to happen before the holidays, before tomorrow, or even through the weekend. So oh yeah, everybody. Anything yeah, new on the recruit that's in grave condition? Is it still none? But um, I will. You know, it's funny because I was sent a picture earlier today, and it's very moving. Um, I just. Uh, it's a picture of the sheriff swearing in the guy in his, oh, hus in his right. hospital bed. Oh, wow. And I, I was sent that today. And I just, it just, yeah, that it's just nice heart-wrenching. Yeah, it was right. a really, really nice gesture. So, um, Was his family there and yeah. watching this? His or? father. 
and others. Yeah, so um, it was. Uh, it was. It's nice to see that, and I, it was really nice to see that that was going on. I, it, it, the outpouring of support has just been. I, I can't believe how many people were there today from all walks of life, and just people living nearby, and uh, the, you know, police, and all the different departments, and it just was. I'm really glad I went. I had, you know, it was a last minute thing, so I was glad I went. All right. Well, we're glad you did. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, guys. Have a great holiday. All right. Steve Gregory from KFI News. More coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You know, when you see a story like this, you think of Darwin. It's a list of the most common passwords in use in the year 2022, according to an organization that compiled it. And believe it or not, number one on the list is password. <laughs> which hackers can crack in one second flat. <laughs> followed by, what do you think would be followed by? One, two, three, four, five, six. You are correct. <laughs> that is the second most common. That's, that's, There's five million people in the world, approximately, that use password as a password. The, the, uh, it's been like that every year since passwords uh, be, came into existence. I know, because people say, I want something easy I can remember. R- right. Or they, I guess they don't care. Just come up with something that's very personal to you that's kind of weird, but you would remember it, and that's what I did. So I, I don't understand. What's your password? Yeah, that's what I'm going to do is give out my password. Thanks. <laughs> I want to hear what's weird about it. Almost. You got me intrigued. Nope, I will not tell you ever. <laughs> uh, now we're going to update you on Joe Biden's attempt to give uh, the student loan borrowers uh, forgiveness. As you know, it's hung up in the courts, and it'll eventually end up in the United States Supreme Court. And it'll eventually be thrown out because it's illegal. So for a while there, Biden was still taking applications, and they said, eh, maybe we shouldn't do this. What else can we come up with to appease this crowd? Now, we only did this to get their votes in November. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's done with. But you know what? We may need them again in 2024, so we can't give up on this. Because every intelligent person who's not some partisan political hack told him that it's illegal, it's going to get thrown out in court. But they did it anyway because they know that most people don't understand the law. They're ignorant. And then, you know, these these people who want to get out of paying their bills would be happy yes. to, to get this perk. So what he's done instead is extend the payment pause. Student loan borrowers, federal student loan borrowers, have a payment pause that was implemented during the pandemic. It was extended by Trump. Now it's been extended by Biden through June 30th of next year. So while they may not get their debt forgiveness right now, they don't have to make any payments. Biden's, and of course this is planned because by June of 2023, it's possible the U.S. Supreme Court has gotten the case and made a ruling. That's usually when they hand out rulings is June. And that's where I think they're aiming at. So until it's such, it's this is such BS, up. you know, it's really BS in the history of college loans. Everybody's had to pay their loan back. Everybody has sacrificed. Parents have sacrificed for their for their kids. I, 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 I mean, I, it's just it's just galling. It's just absolutely galling. I mean, all the parents who, who, who saved and paid real money, cash, not borrowed money, but their own money. They're not getting a break for doing that, for saving for 20 years. No. No, but, but people who borrow the money are getting a break on their college bills? I want a break. We, we didn't take out any loans. I'm and not getting a check from, from Biden. I, this infuriates me. What a load of nonsense. What a bunch of whiners. And by the way, people who go to college in general make more money. So they don't need a break. 
And then eventually the people who don't make that much money are going to have to pay part of their taxes to cover this bill down the road. Because you agree that the, the whole college tuition thing is a racket. Nothing it is has a, been hit by more inflation than college tuition. Right, and, and so students shouldn't pay that price. You shouldn't but go and They're told if they don't get a college degree, they you, won't get anywhere in the job market. You don't need an $80,000 college degree to get somewhere, okay? There, there's, there, you don't get double or triple the education by going to some of these universities with their ridiculous prices. That's, that's a scam. There's plenty, there's plenty of mid-level colleges that, that you will do fine with. E- everything about it is a racket, a scam, it's brainwashing, it's emotional manipulation, all Six that. states challenged Biden on this. The case is known as Nebraska versus Biden. It was with the Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals. And right now it is preventing the administration from trying to forgive any of the student loan debts. Now, the Biden administration has asked the Supreme Court to overturn that block. And we don't know when that'll be done. There's a separate lawsuit that was in the Fifth Circuit in Texas. A federal district court judge also ruled the forgiveness plan unconstitutional. The Justice Department has appealed on Biden's behalf. Oh, they're That's gonna, what's going on in the courts. They're going to appeal this to death. We're paying attorneys to appeal something that they all know is illegal. This is what cracks me up. Every single of these appeal attorneys know that the courts are right and they're wrong and Biden is wrong and the whole thing is a crock. It is a crock. Yeah, and with the way we read it, it's up to Congress to approve this. You can't well, he, just have this done by a president and, uh, and you know, some yeah. sort of a declaration. Read the Constitution. Nobody does. Well, I'm not Nobody so sure the founders put student loan debt in there, but no. But there are certain powers that that Congress has, and that can that the president cannot uh, usurp. My favorite part of the story is Biden does not have any backup plan if the courts don't allow this. Well, there is no backup plan. You, you'd, what you'd else have, can you do? You'd have Keep to get extending con- the moratorium on payments, sir. I don't know. Eventually, that'll run into a, a, a lawsuit. Another too. legal problem. Yeah, you, right. you, you can't do that. I'm surprised these the uh, the, the, the lenders haven't challenged that because that's been going on a while, and we're way out of the pandemic well, now. E- eventually, they will, and and they'll win. the The idea that the president could decide that you you don't have to pay your bills, you don't have to pay your loans back. I mean, that's just nuts. All right. When we return, we will revisit the story of the Colorado. Spring shooter who killed five people, injured 19 at that nightclub. It turns out that he comes from quite a family. We spent a lot of time yesterday on the mother who was arrested for arson years ago. But we'll turn to the father. who We found out around this time yesterday, well, he got involved in mixed martial arts. He got involved in drugs. He got involved in porn. And now he's been interviewed. He actually does live in California. We will play you what he had to say about his son and the shooting Coming up next, you, Johnny you, Ken, KFI, AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Yeah, this is a must-listen coming up. Well, his name is Aaron Brink. He is the father of the alleged, can I say, Colorado Springs shooter, Anderson Aldrich? No, he actually did it. I think so. <laughs> but anyway, he appeared in court today, uh, slumped over because they worked him over at that club after the army vet was able to tackle him. Boy, his face is purple. And beat him with his own pistol. Others at the club, including a drag queen, uh, smashed uh, their heels into his head. So you can see all the damage. This is a 300-pound Hulk, but uh, he's fat, not really in shape. 
so they worked him over, and he appeared in court just dazed and out of it. He's now starting to feel sorry for this guy to some extent because his mother was once charged with arson. Apparently, when he threatened to blow her up, it looks like she killed the case back in 2021. His father, well, we just learned last night, and now we have more today, has quite a life, too. He dabbled in mixed martial arts. He dabbled in pornography. He dabbled in drugs. But he didn't dabble in being a father, though. He he, uh, blew out of town pretty early. And when you listen to this guy, he's only 48 years old. And this is a rough 48. He's had some damage to the brain, probably from MMA fighting. Yeah. That's my guess. Uh, Yeah, this is... uh, This is a real trailer dweller. So CBS 8 in San Diego found him. Looks like he's standing outside his home, tattoos all over his arm. Yeah, his face looks patchy. Kind of weird. Uh, Yeah, he looks uh, looks grizzled. We have this uh, about three minutes of unedited audio from this man as he babbles about the shooting, his son. Let's listen. Was there any uh, history of mental illness with him or when's the last time you saw him? Uh, my son, I hadn't seen him for years. I thought he, he committed suicide. His, his mother told me that he... Um, I'll give you a history. I was a, um, a a porn star, okay? I became a porno star in 2002, <laughs> yeah. and I, I, I combined that with a mixed martial arts career, and my, my ex was something that she, she took off of my son. I hadn't seen him for years. Um, little did I did see my son, you know, I tried to give him, you know, the father figure, whatever. I didn't know where his little whereabouts were. Um... I found out recently that he did not kill himself in 2016. That he, um, that he was, um, you know, alive and well. You know, and, um, he lives in Colorado. Yeah. Why did you think he had killed himself? Well, uh, his mother told me this. She, she said see. that he killed himself because nice. of, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, because I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an embarrassment to him. Hmm. Um, my son is. Um, Why would that be? He's, I loved him so much. You know, I didn't want to lose. Uh, you know, be around. I wanted, I wanted to be around my son and be here for him. You know, I have a daughter the same way they had my son. I, I, never, I never see my kids. I never, you know. Yeah, nice. But um, I want to be in his life, you know. Um, I, he's been accused of doing some crazy thing. I don't know what he's been accused of. Yeah. I can't get answers from the attorneys, really, but they're saying that somebody's you know, it's involved in a gay bar or something. I don't know. Um, I don't know what the heck he did in a gay bar. Um, I don't know what's going Well, he's accused of going on a mass shooting at a gay bar and killing five people. In Colorado Springs. Okay, well. He didn't well, know? He's accused of doing that. I, I, I'm glad he's not gay. Well, I don't say that, but he's not gay. When was the last time you saw him? Um, it was, uh, I saw him. I made efforts to see him. But I think I see him in 2011. 2011. Yeah. It's been it's been quite some time. It's a 2011. Yeah. Was he living in San Diego at the time? He was in Carlsbad at the time. He came back from Colorado. They were here. I had a little bit of a relationship with him. He was 10 years old. You know, I was holding mitts for him. You know, showing him how to. I wanted to be a professional fighter like me. I wanted to be a fighter. And um, you know, I don't know how much he takes after me, whatever. But um, you know, my son. You know, the hell, I, I didn't expect to hear. This kind of stuff. Um, he's a big kid. Yeah, he's taller than me. He's like six seven. He's a big guy, you know. He's, like, he's six seven. He's almost three hundred pounds. So you said you've been trying to reach him now. No, he reached me. He reached out to me. Okay, and said what? You know, um, I have. My son, my son is just say, "Hey, Dad, I want to talk to you, man. I want to see you." I was happy to hear when to see me. He wanted me to come out to Colorado. 
And um, I was like, I'll have to take it. I can't just get up to Colorado like right now. And he wanted to then, right then and there, and it seemed like he's old. <laughs> was there any indication that he was distressed or that he was upset about anything when he contacted you? What did he tell you? Uh, my my son, he, he, he seemed like a he seemed like he, he's a man. I'm talking to a man on the phone, you know. I was like, what the hell? I'm talking to a grown up here, so it's a little weird. But he's a young straight. But my son uh, laughed at me. We had words, and I just got so impatient. I said, like, "You want to kick my?" He was like, "Yeah, you don't you think you're raising me?" He was like, "Who the hell you think you're raising me? I don't care how big you think you are. You're gonna kick my." I found the UFC, and if you go do that, you're gonna get you're gonna bring your lunch. As I told him, he's like, "Oh yeah, come on, kick my." I got news for Bucko. I can kick your ass still. Um, this is what they are black belt, 48 years no old. This guy. I love my son. Uh, I love him. I, I want the, the idea of seeing him again. But, um, you know. Uh, Yeesh. That is the what father. A, what a disaster. Of the Colorado Spring shooter. We didn't have it in there. But when he was told about his son committing that shooting at the gay nightclub in Colorado Springs, said, you know, Mormons don't do gay. We're Mormon. We don't do gay. There's no gays in the Mormon church. We don't do gay. Nice. And the story about... He mutters like Popeye. It's the, hard to... Yeah, he's got some severe brain damage. His, uh, his mother called the dad up, this character, in 2016, to say that the son changed his name and then committed suicide. And it's because you so, were an intervention... Yeah. And because you're a porno actor. Right. Intervention was some reality show. Yeah, for drug addicts. Claim, claiming that uh, the father embarrassed his son so much he killed himself after changing the name. Which wasn't true. Or at least he didn't kill himself, well, Plus the son changed his name to Brink. He took his father's name. Oh, no, he, took, he no, got rid he, of Brink he, and became he, Anderson he, Aldridge. He that's became right. Anderson Aldridge, yeah. Right, that's right. He was Brink. So, so for five years he thought his son was dead. And then his son called him up last year. And uh, as you could... As you heard, they immediately got into an argument. Yeah, I like the way right. he recapped the argument. Basically, they were going to fight each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah, bring it. I'll kick your ass. I'll kick your ass. <laughs> like, oh, bring your lunch. There you something go. He said. <laughs> yeah, if you can kick my ass, you better bring your lunch. Yeah. Wow. There you go. Is, is there something below white trash? What's, what's the next level down? This is... What's uh, the sub-basement? I mean... This, this child was doomed. Yeah. Says in the story that uh, Aldrich was born in San Diego in the year 2000. The couple lived in Cardiff-by-the-Sea at the time, but soon separated about a year later and got divorced. And somewhere along the line, she set fire to something because there were arson charges against her. that, And those disappeared. disappeared. Yeah. Right. Just like the charges against the son disappeared when he threatened to blow up uh, the mother. And... How, how this family caused so much trouble, get in so much trouble, and charges just mysteriously disappeared all the time. I guess that's just the state of so our So he world. was left to wander around so he could kill people at a nightclub. And. This is, I mean, parents are key to any child's life with like, these two. Like, that's what I said he was doomed. You know, if you, if you knew this guy and his background and the parents, you could have bet money and won that eventually he was going to do something like this. He was going to walk in somewhere and start shooting everybody up. Did you watch the video that we just played of this? I'm looking at it right now. I mean, he's got that stance with his arms folded like, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Try, try to hit me in the chin. I mean, uh, really got that rugged, worn-out face. Like he's been in the ring way too many times. Yeah.
Wow. I don't think he's going to last long because he sounds like he's about 80. And, of course, we'd already mentioned that this uh, shooter is the grandson of a former, well, he's about to be out of the California Assembly, this Randy Vopel. He used yeah. to be the mayor of Santee. But... If, if, if you Google her name, Laura Vopel, you'll see some family photos where Grandpa is standing. And yeah. uh, there's also photos when she was really young, probably in her 20s, where she's a real blonde bombshell. Wow. And now she's more uh, heavier and more trashy looking, like white trashy looking. Trailer, trailer look. All right, we'll finish up next. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Well, you know how we hate it during some of these robbery sprees where people are approached on a sidewalk and they are robbed by people who see the watch on their arm or the expensive phone in their hand. Sometimes there are follow-home robberies. We hate it when the police say because it's like, look, take care of these guys. Imprison them for long times, but instead we're told... Well, you know, don't show off flashy jewelry in public. Yeah. Use common sense when you're going to places and coming home late. It's always our fault, right? Well, in this case, I think it is. Because we have this story today where a social media influencer was the victim of a home invasion robbery in Hollywood Hills. The robber is made off with a million dollars worth of high-end jewelry. The social media influencer is known as Noor Atta. Or, if you follow this, Noor Trades on social media. I'm about to click the link to see what he's about. Um, it's a he, guy? It is. He's, he was interviewed. He stands there with a hoodie and his bruised face. Oh, hoodie. He's originally from New York and is renting the home as an Airbnb. He has visible injuries to his face and his forehead because one of the suspects supposedly pistol whipped him. I think a kick was thrown and punches and all that good stuff, he said. As many as four armed intruders with masks broke in while he and others were sleeping. Atta said that they had a gun, a couple of guns. I was still asleep. They came in, and that's just where, where it went. A couple of watches, Cuban necklaces, $1,000 worth of clothes because I went shopping yesterday. Now, while I don't know this for sure, and if you've been listening to some of the news reports, there are people saying that it could be that uh, this particular man uh, might be showing off some of his. Uh, well, what's it? What is the influence? Um, oh, here I just I just clicked the link. An influencer. Yes. Who's being influenced by this guy? Oh, it does show him wearing. Uh, oh. He's got a lot of Instagram posts well, here. Yes. And the pictures. He's got some if, showy. Because when you do that, you're showing the whole world. So you'll get every bad guy. You know, in America, who's going to want to hone in on where you live? Yeah, that's uh influencer. They... <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to wake up one day and find out that term has been eradicated. Uh, looks like he's a day trader. Yeah. And, I keep... and a show off. Oh, yeah. North Look at me. Look how rich I am. $600,000 profit by day trading stocks as a posting from January yeah, on YouTube. About he's going to have to go back to work then. They... Uh... <laughs> it would appear so. He's got to get back in front of that computer. Uh, uh, Conway's here. Hey now, hey now. Happy Thanksgiving to two of you lads. Uh, you hey, I, heard, I heard two sayings today I've never heard in my life. One of them was, um, if you meet a, a gal at in rehab, uh, the odds are good, but the goods are odd. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> yes. And then the other one I never heard that my wife thought I was crazy because she's, she's known it her whole, whole life. Don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. 
Have you no, heard that before? That. No. 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 Isn't that weird? <laughs> <laughs> all I know is don't let the door hit you on the way out. Right. Yeah. I like that. Don't let the These door. These are nice holiday rhymes. Yeah. Don't let the door here, yeah. hit you where the good Lord split you. <laughs> um, you know, you like your butt. Yeah. Yes, no, I, yes, oh, I, I think it. we yeah. got the right. reference. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you don't have to draw it or anything. I didn't know that. All right. Uh, uh, Steve Gregory's coming on with us. It was a big uh, fundraiser for those cadets that were run over. And we're going to talk about another fundraiser. I think it's happening Saturday. Neil Saavedra, the Fork Reporter, is going to be on for Handle. And he'll be coming on at 7 o'clock to talk Thanksgiving. Plus, the Walmart shooter was an employee, and the death toll is at 7. It's just that, you know, it's it, any of us, you know, but for the grace of God, any of us who always go to Walmart could have been any of us, you know. It's, yeah. It's crazy. And uh, 49 million Americans will be traveling for... Oh, I'm glad you're covering that. John loves that story. I- I'm covering that, and I'm also covering on April 15th the people who go to the post office late. <laughs> Line up with their taxes? That's right. <laughs> and they're for and all I, the breaking news. And huh? I do it just to irritate you guys. The things that never happen. That's right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Conway's next. Big dog! And Got a big show! Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody! No, you don't mean that. I think hey, we're a rerun I... tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Today was yeah, a rerun. Yeah, I'm sorry. They call it a This best is a rerun. Of. This is a rerun, yeah. Best of yeah. Yeah, portions of the following program have been re-recorded. <laughs> KFI, KMST, yeah. Los Angeles, Orange yeah. County, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.